0: Where is the second round of stimulus? It looks like it may not happen even before the election or at all. Perhaps the question should be, what happened to the first round of stimulus? Where did that money go? In this show, we will discuss what people did with their checks and, in particular, how this impacts retirement.
1: Oh, yeah, the stimulus money. I know I left that around here somewhere. Hang on, Dan.
0: You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. With me today, still looking for his stimulus check, is Tony Shore. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about what people did with those stimulus checks. Now, Tony, before you you keep shuffling through the papers um, and looking for that check, I will say this. It's probably direct deposited in your account, and your wife spent it already.
1: Well, actually, it was probably me that spent it already. Uh, It was direct (laughs) deposited into the account, and that's like having, that's like uh, the general fund for the state or the city. The general fund. Money goes the slush in. fund? Yeah. Money goes in there, but you never know. It just disappears. That's what. It
0: generally makes its way. That's what out happened somehow.
1: to our $1,200 check. <laughs> it just uh, poof. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, we did, we used it to do some things around the house, pay off some bills.
0: Well, there is some data out. Now, we did a show. Remember the show I did called "The Stimulus Is Bad for Retirees"? Yep, and I made the case that retirees shouldn't get any stimulus. Right. That that didn't go over well with the retirees. <laughs> no, you get a few but, calls on that one. <laughs> but then I did a show. We did a show on the um, changes, the the financial decision making changes people are making during COVID. Yeah. And I touched upon some of the what people are doing with their. Um, rebate check or the refund check stimulus Mm -hmm. stimulus check i should say um but it was a lot of guessing and it was based on data that was just coming out so now the um there is a lot more data coming out of the bureau of labor statistics and there's a most recent report in august of 2020 from the nber national bureau of education research I think okay. that's what it is, N E B R. Yeah. So, what I want to do is talk about um, what those findings are and then relate it back to um, w- retirement. Yeah, interesting. So, I
1: mean, obviously, the government threw $2 trillion out there to stimulate the economy and to help prop people up during these tough times. Uh, but uh, 2 to $3 trillion, uh, you know, that's a lot of money. Where did it go? This will be a great conversation to have, Dan, because I'm curious, where did all that money go? I know I didn't get it all. I mean, even even saying, oh, you know, some Americans got a check, not everybody did. And that still doesn't add up to $3 trillion, right?
0: Right. And we're not going to talk about the PPP loans or yeah. any of that, the small business. It's just that uh, $1,200 check per adult. Sure. And then 500 per kid under yep. 17.
1: Yep. So what happened to that So.
0: I don't know. We're, I this was your idea. <laughs> no, no, no. I did right. So, so what did happen to it? Um, so there's a couple of different ways that we can go about this. The just remember, Tony, that uh, data can say whatever you want it to say. <laughs> but well, sure, and, and it's the National Bureau of Economic Research, not education. Oh, economic e- economic research. research that
1: makes more sense. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, what did happen? And and I was saying in the beginning, back in the and, and it, when I was looking at trends, I was saying that a lot of people were saving it. Um, that people weren't spending,
1: mm.
0: which was counterintuitive—not counterintuitive, counter to what the purpose was. The purpose was to get the money back in the economy, economy to stimulate the economy. But I think a lot of people were hoarding it. And we made the case. Oh, you were making the point that well, because there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to spend. That's true. Um. So here's here's what came actually. Out. I think we and did
1: put ours in savings. To be honest, that is where it is.
0: Exactly, and there's a reason why. So <clears throat> there's a couple of different data points. I'll start with the the biggie, which was the National Bureau of Economic Research. This is the title of the paper. It's called. How did US customers use their stimulus payments? (laughs) So you can look this up. Came out in August of 2020. So it has all the answers there. But here's the highlights. 33% saved it. 52% paid down debt. I'm going to combine those and say 85% basically saved it. If you're paying down debt, that's savings to me. We talked, I've done shows on that. I'd rather you pay down credit card debt than invest money because you're paying 15% interest on a credit card. You can't get 15% risk-free in the market. So pay down your debts. And that's what most people did. Mm. Only 15, according to this research and the surveys that they did, only 15% mostly spent their stimulus checks. Wow. And, um. Basically, of all the money that went out in these stimulus checks, only 40% of it has been spent. Wow. A lot, I mean, we talked about how a lot was saving, but I didn't expect it to be that low, right?
1: Yeah. No, I didn't either. That's crazy.
0: And, you know, so there's a whole bunch of questions as to why this happened and, and you know, but um, amazing. So I, I was... So I started digging a little further and I found some more data that I found interesting. Um, US Census Bureau in June 20 on June 24th, 2020. They came out with a uh, data on what the money where the money was going and here's here's a quote. Income so we're talking about who did what. Those with income between 75,000 and 99,000 were more likely to pay off debt and add to savings compared to the households overall. Wow. So what they're saying and then those with less than $25,000 of income, 88% was just to basic expenses. So so if we think back to what the purpose of the stimulus was, it was to twofold, one to stimulate the economy, but more importantly I think was to help people from drowning, right? And it worked for those that were just treading water. So if you're treading water, and you lose your job or you're you you know you're just making it. You're just scraping by and you get a stimulus check. You're using that for food, utilities, rent, whatever, right? You don't blink an eye. You don't have the luxury. I'm not going to say it's a luxury. I take that back. You don't have the ability necessarily to put money aside for retirement or for savings or paying off debt because you're just treading water. Right. So that money, boom, goes to pay off. And that's what happens. But people in the 75000 to 99000 range of income. So what is that? A dual working family, middle class? I don't even, maybe that's, I think that's middle class at, at this point. It used to be 100000 was upper class, but with inflation and everything. Um, but that would be middle, maybe upper middle. Um, they used it for debt repayment. They saved yeah. it. So... For many people, it went towards savings. It went toward debt repayment, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But but expect it. They they dug a little further. Uh, I'm not sure which paper I read talked about who, like the different age groups, but there was a difference between different age groups. And Generation X, which are younger, right? I think they're in their 20s, Generation X. Um, they used it mostly for expenses, whereas the silent generation. You like that? The yeah, I, I, I was it, purposely the,
1: didn't interrupt because I,
0: that was, I saw what that you was were doing. There. Yeah, it, it loses something on, on the <laughs> podcast. I think the listeners are like, what happened there? <laughs> yeah. Is there did the dog bark?
1: Mitchell edited out the space <laughs> so it won't work.
0: It'll really be longer. Mitch will add, like, it'll be like two minutes of silence. Um, He'll the put silent generation. Sounds in there. Yeah, that'll be yeah. great. Silent Generation. Um, do you know who the Silent Generation is? No. Tony? Who is it? I, my dad's part of it. Um, oh, yeah. 1928 to 1945. Yeah, yeah. My,
1: so, my dad kind of snuck in there, too, I think.
0: So the youngest would be 45, so they're, what, 75 years old right now? Yeah. So people 75 years and older... <clears throat> They saved it yep so the older they saved it and the young people spent it which brings me back to my point i don't know a couple months ago when we did the podcast how it's not the stimulus wasn't good for retirees now it was good for them because everything's fair and we're equitable in this country and everyone gets their fair share blah 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 but they didn't need the money they didn't need the money to live they didn't need the money to stimulate the economy they just paid down debt or they saved it they bought a cd yeah right yeah i mean
1: yeah, I, so, I think a lot of people did use it to pay down debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It, Which I'm fine with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But as as it relates to the economy, I don't know if that really helped. You know, the credit card companies weren't happy.
1: Yeah. I know that the people who were out of work used it on things like rent and utilities and cable, cell phone, bills, mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah,
0: I was looking at a breakdown of what people spent it on. They have a list, and they go down the line. The number one was food, then utilities, yep. then home health and personal care. That was That's a big forty-seven percent. Then rent, and then paying down debt hmm. and savings. And the last, the the one thing that people spent the least on was recreational goods. Three percent, three percent. Yeah. Which makes sense, because where are you going to go? To recreate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, everything was shut down.
1: Well, and it, you know, that also includes things like fitness equipment, toys, games, things like that. But people weren't even going out to buy those things. And some of those things were in short supply during this period, you know, uh, yes. like kayaks. You can't buy a kayak right now. Right. You can't You, find still one.
0: Get, you know what my, Cause uh, my friends. Because everybody wants to go
1: kayaking, because what else are you going to do?
0: and the kayak's good exercise too i have a lot of clients that well and kayak it's something
1: here. you want to talk about social distancing you're out there by yourself in a kayak so
0: and if someone gets too close you can smack them with the pole <laughs> with the with the paddle the paddle <laughs> right double-sided boom boom, boom. get away <laughs> you know one of my friends his son is uh buying um weights and reselling them oh yeah on ebay
1: wow that's interesting
0: Because people can't find them in certain spots. So no entrepreneur
1: pool supplies like flotation devices or, you know, pool floaties, things like that. They sold out everywhere. It was crazy. Uh, So quick because people were just like, you know, in their own if they owned a pool, they were in there or had their neighbors over. They weren't going out. So they were staying home. Anything you do at home or can do outdoors, uh, those things all sold out. Uh, so so that part of the economy got stimulated. But overall, uh, you know, uh, overall, I, I don't know if it really worked or not. I obviously I think it helped some people get by. Well, it
0: sounds like well, it sounds like it helped the people that needed it right away. And then the rest are sitting on it. Forty percent was spent, according to this research. Yeah. That means 60 percent of that stimulus money is still sitting. Now, how much of that went to pay off debt? So that's gone. You pay off a of debt that money you can't spend it, right? Unless you you, you break out the credit card again. Right. If you're going to pay off debt, you might as well burn that credit card, chop it up. And I don't know how you
1: know, it, how much that helps the economy, people paying off debt. I mean, obviously it helps in some ways, but
0: No, it doesn't as far help as stimulating well, that,
1: the economy. It doesn't do anything.
0: That helps people, though. You know, I, and that's this is so more went toward debt repayment than probably anything else. For, especially for people that had the extra income that didn't necessarily need it. You could say some people spent on home improvement stuff. So, you know, that, but that's going to help a small select group of the economy, Home Depots of the world, contractors, moving companies. But but for the most part, the economy wasn't stimulated because not not many people spent it. They saved it. Mm-hmm. Now, are they saving it for pent-up demand? Are we going to have, once the the pandemic kind of dies down, once we get through maybe a second wave or the flu season or whatever, or just more of the states open up, will there be this pent-up demand and subsequent spending of stimulus money that was saved? I don't know. That's still to be determined. But I think paying down debts in general is a smart financial thing to do. And I'm going to relate it back to retirement, Tony, because I said I would. Um, I think that, the stimulus was great for retirement but on the flip side it hurts us in the long run because the the overall country as a whole has trillions extra in debt that someone's gonna have to pay back yeah through the form of higher income taxes through the form of decreased services cuts in Social Security so the older people you know when people in retirement they might say, "Oh, you know, I sp- I saved, I paid off debt. That's great for me." But at some point, retirement, the the debt's going to have to be paid back by the government, and the and the most common way to do that is to raise taxes. So people that are saying, "All right, in my retirement, I'm going to have less of a tax bracket because I don't work anymore, I don't have as much income." They may still have the same tax bracket because tax rates might go up. So, you know, I don't think this is going to, I think it might be neutral or it might actually hurt people's retirement because the, the country as a whole is going to suffer with this debt. But in the short term, I think it's great for retirement planning. It's great for people's debt management. And I'm happy that a lot of people are saving and paying down debt as opposed to spending is even though that's counter to what the government was trying to make happen.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, obviously, like you're saying, eventually we're going to have to pay the piper, right? I mean, you have to – eventually we're going to pay for the stimulus in one way or another, and that's not good.
0: Well, eventually we had to pay for the debts that we took on as a, con- as a country but also as individuals. A lot of people have credit card debt that they've racked up through this – the last five years, say – even longer. And so they're spending, spending, spending. And now they're like, Oh, I got to pay this down. So they're using the stimulus to help pay down the same thing. The government just spent a bunch of money to help people. They're going to have to pay that down, that debt down eventually. So you're right. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I will say this to kind of, I want to take a little aside here to, to plug my upcoming book. I I'm writing a book. It's going to be released in October and it's on spending. I'm not going to give too many details because it's gonna. I'm going to release it. But I will say I did a chapter on spending and this topic of what happened with COVID-19 and what that did to people spending and how that might be an actual good thing for individuals and their spending behaviors. So I'm trying to take a positive t- uh, light on this. And this data may not be happy or something that the government's happy about, but I'm personally happy about it. I think it's great that people are paying down some debts and saving. I mean, when's the last time we had that issue going on where people <laughs> yeah. are saving?
1: Never. Usually it's the opposite.
0: Right? You never hear headlines about it. I And you still don't hear headlines about it. There isn't, I don't, I mean, it's maybe it's because of the election and the government, you know, pol- politics is dominating the news coverage. But, you know, I purposely look for this and I don't see m- much out there in terms of, what's going on with the money, what's going on, what are people doing? It's more about what they're not doing. Oh, we're not able to eat, we're not, you know, rights being infringed, so on and so forth. But really, what's happening to people's behaviors, financial behaviors, is it changing? I think it's gonna drastically change. It might be really positive, I just don't know yet. We have to see. We have to open back up and see what happens if people revert back to their old ways.
1: Yeah, it is going to be interesting, and you're right. I mean, it's uh, this is it's kind of an unprecedented, it's kind of unprecedented territory, isn't it? I mean,
0: well, they they reviewed it back to the 01, 08, and 09 stimuluses, and um, they're saying very similar things happened then, but they're saying this is an anomaly because the, in the past, like after the two thousand nine crash when the stimulus came out there, people spent it because they could, there wasn't anyone saying you can't go out to eat because the restaurants are closed. You can't go to the gym because the gym's closed. So, but now they are. So people may want to spend it, but they can't. So this is why it's an outlier. You're right. It's it's unique in that it's different than the past stimulus is because there are some restrictions on what we can actually do with the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, this is fascinating. And a, a lot of people, you know, I find it fascinating what happens when you put that much money out there and give everybody a check for $1,200 or, or $500 per kid as well. You know, I don't know what the maximum was, but I know a lot of people that got $1,200 checks. And so, what is that going to do for our economy? And when are we going to have to pay for all that? And how are we going to pay? Uh, so, looking ahead, not only looking back and seeing how people used it, it does tell you a lot by doing that. But looking ahead and seeing, okay, how is this going to affect the future as well? Right?
0: That's right. Yeah, there's a lot, and and you know, you couple, you throw in there more. Record low mortgage rates. People refinancing, so they're saving money there. So there's a lot of saving and and things that I think are better for consumers going on right now. I just don't know if it's going to last. Yeah. But since you're so fascinated by it, Tony, I have an idea for you. What's that? We can do our own little experiment. You give each of my three kids $500, (laughs) and we see what they do with it.
1: Uh, How about you give your own kids? five hundred dollars each and see what they do with it i have a feeling you know already i don't think you have to give them the five hundred dollars i think you could probably have a pretty good guess as to how they would spend it
0: if the government gives my family a, 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 a was the second round yeah. that they're debating yeah. if they come up and say we're going to give each kid five hundred dollars like they did the first time right um I've already spent, I spent that in 2012, I think, on the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: that's that's been spent. That's gone. That's for right. sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. No, but I, in fact, only what I am doing is my kids have uh, received money over the years for different events, birthday money from grandparents and so forth. And they have their money in the savings account. What I am doing this year is I've got them all thinking about what, stocks they want to buy. I'm teaching them about stocks and I'm having them invest that money. So my kids are stimulating the economy by buying stocks and investing in companies instead of keeping it in the bank where they make zero interest. So, but, and, and I, and the reason why I'm doing that, not only because that's passion of mine investing, but I have read studies that those who have those children who are exposed to the financial markets, investing at a young age, are more likely to have uh, a higher financial literacy, and financial decision making is better for them as adults if they're exposed to that at an early age. So, one of so, what do you think the stocks that my kids um, chose uh, to the stocks invest your in kids or,
1: or video games? Yeah,
0: I gave, n- yes. So EA Sports, all, all three. <laughs> We're like, all right, I want to invest in Fortnite. One of them said that. I says, I looked it up, and there's a company that owns like 40% of, I forget what the name of it is. And then another one's like, well, I want to invest in this other video game that he plays. (laughs) And then, but but one of my twins brought a tear to my eye, 10-year-old. He said, Dad, you know the system that we use for school work? And I'm like, no, I don't actually. But um, my wife's like, it's called clever or whatever it is. The school, the school system has this online program. Yep. He's like, can I invest in that? Because a lot of kids are going to be using that now. And, and we didn't use it before. So I bet you they're making a lot of money. And I was smart. like, smart. Tear rolled down my eye just one tear actually one tear rolled down my eye and i just looked at him and said you're going to be the one, one taking care yeah. of me when i'm in a one out of care one out
1: of three ain't bad is what i <laughs> right what i say is right there, right give
0: yeah. that kid a cookie yeah so yeah. <laughs> i'm not going to name him because then he might get if, if they ever listen to it then their other brothers might get jealous <laughs> that's right. beat, beat him up and take his that's and right. but but
1: most boys <laughs> that yeah. age are thinking about video games, though, but that is that's that was very clever of him. Yeah, these online <laughs> educational systems, they're booming right now.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, whether or not we're going to actually find a company that we can invest in, I think it's a private company, it, it's irrelevant. He got the point and it made my heart happy. Yes, so, exactly. Exactly. Yet to be seen, Tony. I'm going to address this in my upcoming book. I think people are spending the money wisely by not spending it. They're saving it. They're paying down debt, which is fantastic. If you're sitting on the sideline listening to this and saying, yeah, what am I going to do with my second stimulus if it ever comes? Or I still have my first stimulus. Should I be doing something with it? Mm, give us a call. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. I'm I'm excited to do that. I'm excited when people save. I just because we always say, Oh, you save when you're young, save when you're young. But if, unfortunately it looks like the young kids spent it all, but that's just normal, right? I mean, you don't have money when you're young. And then when you have money, you don't really care because you learn that money isn't everything. So I guess it's just when, when the government throws money your way, it kind of breaks up the rhythm, but it looks like people are making some good choices so far.
1: Well, Dan, for sure. And I think this has been a great topic, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go?
0: The offer is still on the table. If you want to give my kids the money, Tony, that's, I mean, I'm serious about that. I've never been more serious. If you want to give my kids money, that's perfectly fine. Um, but <laughs> stimulate the, the Wendell family. No, um, we'll see. I'm going to keep my eye on this. I think a lot of people are getting getting to the point where they're thinking more about what they're spending on, why they're spending it, looking at debts and uh, maybe it's because they're scared of what's going to happen with the economy, maybe they're not as on they're on shaky ground with their employer and as scary and upsetting as that is, I think it's great. I think it's good to have that self-reflection and time to really start planning things out. If you're out there thinking, yeah, maybe I should be thinking about what to do with this savings or should i pay off debt or should i invest in myself or you know what is a good amount that i should keep aside for emergencies is it 3 months salary 6 months i hear all sorts of stuff let give me a call we'll talk through it because everyone's different the number eight, 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 five, zero, eight, five, nine, three, five, 5935 or just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com thanks for a great show tony and um, yeah let's cheers to another stimulus check if we ever get <laughs>
1: yeah, it yeah for sure i'm already thinking about ways to spend it dan
0: The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
1: The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.